Welcome back to Nortex Radio. This is episode eight. Uh, I apologize real quick. Sound like shit. Hear me sniffling. I feel like shit, but it don't fucking matter. Cowboys got a dub. That makes everything feel better. Uh, we're about 30 minutes post-game. Went to Foxborough. Had some <laughs> – had a couple rough steps through there, but fuck it. Hey, a W's W. Yeah, man. Um, a wild, wild kind of game. And just with looking at some of the numbers post game, like they're surprising because it just felt like a sluggish game the whole time. Um, oh, yeah. And never, never really felt like we we're really in the zone. Um, and then looking at some of these numbers that we're going to go over, like it's crazy to think that we had those numbers, but. Right. Yeah, like you said, I mean, shit, it's it's Sunday night. We made it out with another win, so we'll, it's all that we'll matters. take it. Yeah, yeah, win on the road going into bye week, so uh, we'll definitely take it. It was ugly, but shit, they're not all pretty, so. Nope, five straight. That's a winning streak, baby. Uh, well, what, what do we want to hit on first with them? <laughs> we, got, we got quite a bit. Yeah, we uh, – Man, we want to talk bad or we want to talk good? I, I like talking bad first just yeah. while it's it's still fresh on my mind. I'm still pissed off about it. Like Goddamn penalties. The- yeah. Yeah, that's Jesus impressive. fucking Christ. Penalties are impressive tonight. I, I swear, it felt every fucking other play. We had a, some yellow laundry on the field. Yep. Yeah, we ended up with, uh, was it 11 for 115? 12. 12 for 115. Twelve fifteen. Yeah, you break the hundred yard mark for penalties. It's not a good fucking day. That's impressive. Yeah, that's that's over one whole trip down the football field. Just just on penalties. If anyone yeah. just happened to stumble across this podcast and you don't follow football, that's uh that's one free whole trip down the football field and zone. Yeah, so you might as well add that up to seven at least right there. But probably you're looking at ten points easy. That we just fucking gave away on fucking penalties. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's real impressive. Obviously, the uh, the worst we've done this season, penalty wise. Oh yeah, and it's it's crazy because, I mean, aside from third down efficiency, like we looking at numbers, like we dominated the rest of the game. Aside from rushing oh, yeah. and third down efficiency, like we we throw for two hundred and thirty more yards, we're averaging more yards per play, two hundred and thirty more total yards. I mean. It's just – it's wild. But, I mean, I guess when you net that and you give them 115 back in penalties. That, that <laughs> it's going to keep it close. Big. Yeah, and gap's not that big. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that, that was the big takeaway I had on the negative side. Uh, really, the only other negative thing I had was, is our run defense our weakness? Yeah. I mean, because everywhere else we look solid. Yeah. Yeah, we – uh, it just – it seemed real – at first, I thought we were just getting started slow. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I didn't – I wasn't really on board with just coming right out the gate, going for it on fourth. And we hadn't established anything. And then you're flipping the field on your defense. Like, one, you're on the road. Two, you're – like, no, you're not – you're barely three minutes into the game and you've got your defense going out there to play short field. So. Right. Uh, I mean, that kind of sucked, um, and I thought we were just slow getting out, but it is, like you said, like it, it really makes you wonder, like with with what we gave up today on the ground, like right. is that is that a spot we need to look at? So, yeah. yeah, that was my two big takeaways on the negative side of the ball was fucking penalties, which is very easy to fix, but, yeah, we got yeah. to work on our – I'll run defense because, I mean, we start facing bigger and better backs. It's going to be a rough fucking week. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of guys in the the, the front six, seven, eight, just just not not seeing where the ball was going, what what gaps were opening up. I mean, uh, you know, Randy Gregory did have a big sack. But really, aside from that, like, there's yeah. not a lot going on up front. Yeah, you take away his two sacks, and, yeah, our, our front seven didn't do much. Yeah. So, uh, now we can fucking get off the negative positives. One, it's a W. It's always most important. Um, 
Dak looked good, 36 for 51, uh, 445 yards, three TDs, one pick. Ball was a little high, but tipped up. It's hard, hard to completely blame me on that, but yeah, yeah, he had, he had I think two tip balls. He left a little high, but I mean, like we said, those stats we can live with. We can win ball games. We're playing that way. Yeah, 445 yards. Like that's yeah. Uh, it's it's real casual for him. Like I said, like to me, until I was really looking at like post game stats, like it didn't feel like it didn't even really feel like a three fifty plus yard game. And then you come oh, here, no, and it didn't. He's four forty five. You're like, oh shit, okay. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like you said, like it, it's crazy to go through the whole season thinking you're never going to see a pick, you're never going to see a bad ball. So, uh, I'm with you. Like I can live with those. Those are. Those are going to get – I mean, those are going to get away. Those are going to happen. There's definitely other things that would be much more concerning. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, even like that pick, granted it wasn't a great ball, but it wasn't just a shitty throw to nobody around except for the defender. I mean, you hit the guy in the hands, you just left a little up. So, yeah. if it's if that's our pick, if that's our bad pass, I can fucking live with that all day. Over in the passing department, how about a uh, CD? <laughs> Jesus CD. Christ, dude! Man, the legend of '88. Holy shit! There's how, something how magical. Fill in the shoes, yeah. Fill in the shoes, man. Yeah, like there's something magical. You put on that fucking jersey, you're a dog. Uh, nine receptions, 149 yards, two TDs. That boy is fucking good. The thing I think that I love most about C.D. Lamb is it looks so effortless for him. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't even try. Yeah, like he's not. He's not trying hard to run route. Like, and then you give him the ball with any space, he's going to make you look stupid. Oh, absolutely. With minimal effort, he's going to yeah. make one or two moves, and he's going to smile the whole time he's doing it, and you're going to oh, look yeah. like a fucking clown. Yeah, I love that at the end of the game, little yeah. bye bye bitch. <laughs> yeah, like that late fucking shove. Fuck you. So, yeah, yeah, it's you got your shove in. Go fucking home with your ale, bud. Yeah, it's the simplest. Like it, man. Like I, I obviously followed him when he was in college. I don't have a lot of ties to OU or anything like that. Son of a bitch, man. Like, oh he, yeah, he plays the game so effortlessly. Like you said, like. He embodies that 88 shit. I mean, it's insane. His talent's so fucking raw and flawless. It's yeah. it's shit you can't teach. Yeah. But what makes me more excited is he's one of the most pure athletic receivers I've ever fucking watched. And now he's getting to practice with Amari Cooper every fucking day who all he's going to do is just – Christen those fucking routes. Oh, yeah. And make him so much more dangerous. Yeah. CD's going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't fucking care already. Like, he's fucking stupid. Yeah. Amari Cooper is, uh, he's one of those like tactile guys that takes, he like, he takes so much pride and just like, when I think of Amari Cooper, I think of like every morning he wakes up, like his clothes have no creases. Like, right. He fucking comes to practice. He's like, he's pissed at himself if he takes one too many steps on a route. Yeah. Or he rounds off a route. Like, so like you said, I mean, like him going in there and just obviously, like, I mean, the shit you don't get to see, but like him and CD just constantly working. And oh, yeah. It's going to be dangerous as long as, as long as he has that influence there. He's, he's going to combine the raw talent with that shit that Amari has. And oh, God. He's going to be unstoppable. Yeah. That's, that's the purpose of this team. Like, you come out, and, I mean, we're going into a bye week. So, you've got – who is it? Minnesota on Halloween. Yep. So, they're just going to watch – They're going to watch two weeks of tape on C.D. Lamb. And it's very likely that Amari Cooper comes out and has a 150-yard game. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a fucking luxury being a part of this team this year. It's incredible. So fucking deep. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of that fucking depth, I mean – like I said, CD, 9 for 149, two TDs. Dalton Schultz, 5 for 79. Coop, 5 for 55. Zeke, 7 for 50. Noah Brown, 2 for 47. Cedric, 4 for 42. That's 1, 2, 3, 4. That's six guys with over 40 yards reception. Yeah. 
Yep. Who the fuck you got to guard? You can't. We're too fucking deep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you match. That's – it's it, it's also – I mean, it, yeah, like, it's wild to say that, like, you wouldn't routine – you would routinely see five of these six every play. Oh, yeah. So, we're, like, unless you're running some sort of zone, which Dak has no problem, or like, picking through. Oh, yeah. You have to run man coverage on this. Good luck. Yeah, you're fucked. I mean, we just watched it at the end of the game. We we just watched them on the on the tight package try to man coverage and it's a fucking it's a bootleg to CD Lamb who just just gonna leave you like, <laughs> yeah. without even trying. Yeah, you know it as soon as soon as you know he's past you and you're on his back shoulder, like probably you could see it. You could. Oh yeah, everybody knew. So, did you think we were gonna kick the field goal in a regulation at fourth and one? <sighs> I'm I thought we were gonna we go did. for it. Yeah, I'm surprised we did. I uh, I was real fucking concerned, honestly. Yeah, I thought Dak was gonna stay out there. The way that this also, I didn't take a picture of this for fucking evidence. My fucking internet just completely shit out. Right, like it was showing the replay of CD making that catch and coming up like a yard short, oh, and then shit. it just froze there. So I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just refresh it. And it didn't do shit. And then the thing popped up and it was like, hey, you're disconnected. So I fucking grabbed my phone real quick, turned off the Wi-Fi and fucking flipped it on on my phone and we were kicking the field goal. And I was like, oh. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I gonna, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to turn it on and see a fucking fourth and one stop. But I mean, yeah, yeah I am. I'm surprised we kicked it, honestly. It shocked me. I, I figured we'd go for it, but fuck. Like we've said, a win's a win. Yep. However, however fucking happens, that's what the outcome is at the end of the day is W. Can't bitch too much. Um, yeah. Our coach is still questionable. We don't know what the fuck's going on, but we're five and one. So, I feel like – I wonder what the fuck he's doing every game, but we're yeah, winning, I'm, so you can't get too mad. <laughs> I'm glad the other people that coach on this team are coaching because – Oh, shit. Like, the second half, or, or I mean, the second quarter, we have the timeout. And he he lets the play or the uh, the play clock get all the way down to two seconds. Yeah, where the game clock's at eight seconds, and then calls timeout. Yeah, like they had to run a play, and then you could have called timeout. You could have forced him to punt. I mean, we already had. I'm not saying it would have led to anything, but we did already have one blocked punt on the day. Right. Yeah, might as well sit in house again. Did he just fucking inadvertently just call a timeout with two yeah. seconds left on the play clock? Eight seconds left on the game clock, and you're just like, "All right, yeah, we'll just fucking sneak a commercial in here before all the <laughs> shit that did happen was gonna like shit made no sense to me." The play before that was over with like 30 seconds left. Yeah, and there's multiple options to go at there, and then it literally just picks the fucking worst one. So, yeah, we I don't, don't know. know what we don't know what McCarthy's doing. Um, thank God for Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if him. I do wonder if there's a point like during the game, sometimes they just turn his headset off. And he's, he's, just, talking to, he's just talking to himself. But like yeah. he thinks he's getting the message out and they're just like, oh, we haven't fucking listened to him this whole drive. No, we and, we just got we just got someone's job in the booth to just like talk back to him like he's actually getting yeah, yeah. getting told something. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he <laughs> thinks that Dak sounds completely different. He thinks Kellen Moore sounds completely different. There's just <laughs> yeah. one there's just one body in the booth that just replies to Mike McCarthy the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. His his mic is just just to this one guy, this one headset, no one knows. Like, yeah, that's that's excellent. I hope it's, that's true. Especially with like uh Five minutes less in the second and the fourth, they definitely shut that shit off. Yeah, they, they absolutely just isolate him to some fucking random guy that's sitting, you know, two sweet seats behind fucking Dan Quinn. And his whole yeah. job is just keep Mike McCarthy occupied until halftime. Fucking 12 beers deep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, just chiming in the whole time. Hey, Kel- Kellen, what do, what do you think about this? And then this guy's just like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, Kellen man. Was calling a completely different play. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get the ball in the end zone. I think that, that's what we're gonna go for. Yeah. What do you guys you know think about me saving these timeouts? If I save these timeouts, then uh, interest. Well, 
we'll get another quarter of a timeout on our bye week. And then when we go to Minnesota, we'll have 13 timeouts for the game. So here our boy up top 12 beers deep. It's like, yep, I like it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> then you turn around your page and fucking Kellen. Hey dude, he's not going to use these timeouts. So you better figure yeah. something out. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's just got a little fucking switch on his box and he just flips it over to kill it. Hey, hey, we got to go because uh, Mike still thinks you can keep these timeouts for the next game. Yeah, we're already out of timeouts. No, it says we got two. Yeah. No, we're out. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> we're out. Fuck. Uh, so I hope that's th- true. I hope that's a real job. I hope someone has that job. It, honestly, with the Cowboys, anything is possible. Uh-oh. Jocktober just went deep again. Again? Yeah. Boy. Two to one, bottom four now. Talk about a sad season for the old cubbies, man. No shit. I'm not going to lie. I love his little pearls he's rocking. Yeah, he's he's embodied that. Did you see where they asked him, like, why he was wearing them or whatever, and he was like, I'm a badass bitch or something like that? Yeah. He said, I got them from my jeweler. Yeah, they're real. I'm a badass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And he's been a badass bitch in October. Uh, back to the boys. A couple other stats across the board. Uh, 567 total yards for us, 335 for the Patriots. 32 first downs to their 17. Uh, 82 total plays to their 50. One punt to their five. Uh, those are huge stats to have on our side. I mean, if you look at that, the game shouldn't be as close as it was. Fuck no. It shouldn't even be close. But then you go to the next one I got wrote down. It's fucking 12 yeah. penalties for 115 yards to 547. That keeps your ass in the fucking game. True story, man. True story. So, fuck, I mean, these next two weeks, chill out on the fucking penalties and then run defense. Figure it the fuck out. Yep. Anything left on the Cowboys for right now? No, I think uh, I think we hit it up pretty good on them. We hit the what needs to our in our humble at home opinion needs to be addressed. We're no we're no big time journalists, but I, mean, I think we hit what needs to be addressed. So. Oh yeah. Onward. Uh, if you're if you're listening and you're not watching. Um, YouTubers getting to see uh, Connor's badass stars hat. So I'm saying if if you if you just listen, it's worth the YouTube watch. Uh, have some have some pretty cool pretty cool accessories. Clint has a At- pretty cool like entire studio that you get to see. So Hell yeah, I have my hockey hat on that has been terrible this season. So we'll it's still beautiful. Yeah, yeah, talking terrible, talking hockey. Uh, we're three games in, one and two. It's a long season, though. Uh, I had that game going today, too. I know you did, too, during the Cowboys, which I will say, for a while there, it was hard to peek over at that hockey game because the Cowboys got real oh, fucking yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Cowboys got real interesting and the Stars got real stupid right at the same time. Yeah, so, so we kind of veered off of the fucking stars because they were yeah. pissing us off. The Cowboys were in a wild one. Uh, but we lost 3-2 today against Ottawa. Um, what I noticed today, goddamn power plays on both sides. We're not executing on offense on power plays. And then I know two of their goals came off power plays today that were fucking quick. Like, it wasn't – I don't think either one of them were 30 seconds in when they were scoring. So, power plays are fucking huge. That's that's what I've noticed, that we got to fucking work on both sides of the puck. Like, offense, defense, we got to do better on power plays. Yeah, man, it's fucking shit. Hey, even the first game of the season, like, we went to overtime, we're playing good. We got to fucking – Miro hero goal, like right. that that bailed us out. And then in Boston last night, just stupid fucking shit. Like I'm the biggest rope hence fan in the world. He's maybe my maybe my favorite fucking right. all around athlete. 
He fucking turns the puck over in our zone, right in front of the net. Um, I mean, we have to fucking hook Marchand. He gets a penalty shot. Like, I don't, I don't even know what the number is on penalty shots you get during regulation normally. Right. Like, you don't see that. Um, so you give a freebie there to a guy who's going to be a fucking Hall of Famer for sure. Um, yeah. It's just dumb shit. Um, and that's before you even get on the penalty. And then, like you said, like the penalty kill has been fucking terrible. We we gave away a, a weird-ass goal off of a deflection. Yeah. Um, that fucking Dobby can't really do anything about. Still, <laughs> yeah, like, that really wasn't his fault. Yeah. And then you have, uh, I mean, Raffle gets a double minor. So if you already suck on the fucking penalty kill, like why you want to be on the penalty kill for four minutes instead of yeah. two? Like, I mean, I don't know. I agree with you. We're fucking the whole the whole fucking time we're on the power play. Like we're doing weird shit. Like it's like we're playing four on four hockey. We're like yeah. chipping in, trying to make line changes and shit. Like we're never even coming into the zone, getting set in the power play. The lines look terrible. Everybody's like, oh, you have this like. The, the stars power play like there's no one and two because they're both equally as good they both look like dog shit right um same with like john Klingberg. like he's always historically been on that first power play set and you you act like he he doesn't make a difference or you could say like oh the d-man on a power play doesn't make a difference but it's pretty right. obvious with him being out just the way he keeps the puck in the zone oh yeah absolutely um we got fucked on that all day today because we can't keep the puck in the zone. Nothing against Suter. I mean, he didn't have a lot of pucks that he could keep in the zone on the power play, but just right. a lot of weird shit. It just doesn't seem like we've really worked out the kinks yet. You can yeah. tell the, the communication is different. You got some people coming off the ice, you got some people chipping in. Uh, it's just it's real weird. None of the big name forwards you would think. Um, that would really have their shit together, seem to have it together yet. Pavelski got a late goal today, but right. Oh, I still don't. That doesn't that doesn't negate what you said about the power play. I mean, just fucking fucking terrible execution on both ends. Oh yeah. Um shout out to uh old Jacob Peters. First big league goal, uh, first game out, first shot. Right, yeah. that's pretty fucking dope to come out to. Yeah, he came out just fucking real humble guy. Old Jake Peterson just came out. And then after the game, he said, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Right. Just fucking old classic, <laughs> classic guy move. Just um, super cool, though. Nice goal. He's been in the system for a while. I knew we picked him up in, I think, it was 2017. So super, uh, super fucking cool for him to come out. At least somebody wants to play hockey and win games. Yeah, no shit. All right. So, because Cowboy game was going on, I missed it. Jamie Ben dropped the gloves like two minutes into the game. Um, I didn't see what started it. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. I didn't. I didn't see what started it, but uh, I saw the fight. And it's like, oh, I just looked over and I saw him dropping the gloves. I was like, oh shit, what just happened? And then for a bit there, it looked like Jamie was about to get his ass whooped. Was it and, Josh Brown? I'm guessing for Ottawa, right? It had to be Josh Brown. That's I'm pretty sure it was. Fight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. person's going to fight for Ottawa. And, it, and for a second there, like, I was like, oh, fuck. Jamie's about to get his ass whooped because Jamie wasn't doing shit. But then right towards the end of it, they both just started fucking throwing haymakers. Nobody ever went down. I mean, they both landed some solid ones, but it's, it's always, no matter the fucking reason, it's always just a prideful thing to see your captain out there throwing hands. Yeah, I love the fact that we uh we have a team, we have a captain who who plays as the enforcer. Yeah. So that's not uh, afraid that's, to drop the gloves at any fucking point. No, no, you have some of these other big name team name hockey guys, uh Ovechkin, stuff like that. I mean, those guys aren't gonna drop gloves. Jimmy Ben doesn't give a fuck about his contract, he doesn't give no. a fuck about his body. Um, all he cares about is the Dallas Stars. So oh, that's yeah. uh that's super fucking cool. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what what it is. I don't know if there's bad blood from – I mean, because we played division only last year, so it's not like right. we, we fucking thought it was. So, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I'm trying to watch it. Maybe they just fucking just a, wanted to throw hands. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They're both just – he's just backskating, and I guess there's just some words said, but, yeah, there yeah. was no contact or nothing. There's just – 
Yeah, but I didn't see any fucking reason on why they did it. Yeah. It was they both just some... skating back towards the star side, just dropped the gloves, let's fucking go. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Cool. Shout out Jane Ben. Love a good fight. Yeah, hell yeah, we do. So, that's a... Harvey's One of the best back. things in fucking sports. Yeah. Is seeing, is seeing the boys on the ice drop the gloves. Yeah. So, uh, Win and losing tie, you get fired up when that happens. Yeah, you have to. And I, I don't know. Maybe that's what that was. Maybe that was after a shitty, shitty game last night in Boston. That's, uh, that's yeah, what the play was. And fire everybody up. Yeah, some stick taps and let's go. So. Obviously, it didn't work well enough. But yeah. <laughs> we appreciate the effort, Jamie. We, we do love the effort, Jamie, Ben. Uh, on stars, we got two games this week. Uh, Tuesday, we got Pittsburgh, and on Friday, we got LA at home. Uh, so we'll have two more games this week, have a little more to talk about next week. Um, anything left on the stars from you? No, uh, I mean, it's just the Man, it's a shitty start, unfortunately. Like we said, the uh, kind of the bigger name guys you'd like to see aren't aren't really producing where we wanted to produce yet. So right. hopefully that's a rut. We get out of it. Um, we go to Pittsburgh on Tuesday and then home opener against the Kings. Um, hopefully we blow that open. That'll be nice. Right. It's three games. It's a long season. We're – just figure it out. Get the kinks worked out. And let's go play some hockey. Yeah, we got we got plenty of plenty of stuff to rework. Sagan's back on the lines. Rads, same. Yep. So hopefully that's just those people getting back to whole team trying to figure out how we're incorporating those guys again. Get uh, that shit worked out. One more thing. What uh, what came of Holtby? Uh, dehydration was what it was. It is. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, he pulled himself for dehydration, and then he let uh, Dobby come in and close that out. Right. But yeah, yeah obviously that's good. Nothing big. Um, yeah. Injury wise, I know Ben Bishop's long term IR for his knee. Yep. I think at this point we're just kind of uh, giving him the courtesy of staying with the team. And yeah, that's about to, all it is. There's no way we carry four goalies unless that's what we plan on doing with them. So, right, but he's officially long-term IR. So, um, if you're and you hate stars, that for him. Oh, absolutely. The guy, he's a he's a fucking textbook goalie, six seven, two hundred thirty pounds. I mean, yeah, he's been a machine his whole career. Um, yeah, Stars fans love him. I mean, it, yeah, it sucks. Um, but I do appreciate Jim Neal doing the, you know, he he very easily could have cut ties with him. He could have let him go to the Kraken. Um, oh yeah, he's and uh, it's that's super cool that we're letting him stay. We're letting him hang out. I know he does a lot of stuff around the community too. So, do you uh, speaking of the Kraken? Did you see their nickname that everybody's calling them? Their fan base, the, the Crackheads, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I can't wait to play them now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I saw it. I fucking lost. I'm like, God, I can't wait to play them now just to call every single thing. Just call them the fucking crackheads. Yep. Every single. And I don't know. I, I don't know if it came from like, uh, I don't know if it came from spitting chicklets or if it came from ESPN or I, I want to say if it came from like, uh, like biz and wit at spitting chicklets, like that's obviously what their intention was. But then if it oh, came yeah. from like ESPN, like they totally didn't even think about that. And ESPN's like, dumb enough to fucking do that. Yeah, too. yeah, they're just absolutely like, oh yeah, crackheads. That's cool as shit. It's a yeah. badass nickname. And then six hours later, there's some senior executive that ESPN is like, hey, what intern tweeted that uh, <laughs> Seattle fans are called crackheads? We <laughs> so, uh, have to change the team name after one fucking season. <laughs> yeah, just fucking wow. Uh. Moving on, a little bit of stars. Undefeated preseason. Um, we don't know really what that means because Cowboys were defeated preseason. Yeah. Look how fucking good they are. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't I don't know how I don't know what the algorithm is for preseason versus regular season because, like you just said. 
Uh, the Cowboys come out and lay fucking four eggs in the preseason. Um, and then, honestly, I mean, aside from two minutes in the season, like we're we're looking at being undefeated. Uh, yeah. You know, six and zero. The Mavs are fucking just murdering people. Pre-season. Oh yeah. So one by what was it sixty eight or some crazy shit the other day? Yeah, it was some stupid like one eighteen to like fucking fifty nine. Yeah, one twenty seven to fifty nine. Jesus. So, yeah, sixty eight points. That's, Even preseason, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't uh, give a shit. <laughs> that's wild. We like that. So oh, hopefully yeah. that does reflect into uh, Thursday when we kick it off in Atlanta. Right. Um, look good. Feel good. Kristaps looks good. He's yeah. Him in a fit. Yeah, the bitch fit's kind of gone, so he's kind of seemed a little bit happier knowing his role. Uh, That could be huge for him. So look out for that to actually accept his fucking role and not expect to be the superstar. I mean, fuck, you you got Luca. I mean, not many people are going to be the superstar over Lucas. So just take your fucking role. Yep. Let's go play some ball. Go win. And I think I think finally he's understanding what his job is. Yeah, and I mean, my thing with him is, dude, you're what is he like seven two seven yeah, three? Stupid fucking tall. Like you're you have some weird anomaly to being a human. Like you don't even really have to try hard. No, and like, dude, you see his ass in fucking person. He's jacked. Like yeah, he look like on TV. He looks just like tall and fucking lanky, like kind of skinny. This motherfucker's huge. Like yeah. he's got fucking guns, and like you said, like seven two, seven three. Like he's a big motherfucker. Like he don't want to be stopped. He shouldn't. Yeah, that's just awkward. Like I feel awkward saying seven foot three because that's just like that's a human anomaly. So yeah. I I am glad that he finally just realized like, hey, you know what? If I if I fucking just come out here and play like I'm supposed to play, like this is probably gonna be a lot more productive than for me than me throwing a bitch fit yeah. and one, you know, like you're wanting to come out and have fucking 40, 20 games and you're wanting to, you're wanting to take the spot of Luca. Like, I guess not gonna happen. Yeah, so sorry, buddy. the guy's a, he's, he's top three in the league. So, I mean, um, but that doesn't mean that Porzingis can't step in and he can, he can still be a, a, he can be a fucking 2010 guy. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Absolutely. So, good. Hopefully that shit carries over. Um, and he sticks with that shit. Yeah, 7'3, 250 pounds. Like, Jesus. Dude, you fucking run the world. Like, yeah. Why, yeah. Why are you bitching about starting, man? Just just go in there and, and make yourself be known. You're fucking yeah. seven foot three inches tall. People would fucking hate me if I was that big. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Fucking wild. Um, we got. God, I fucking lost it. We got home opener, not home opener. We start the season Thursday in Atlanta. Uh, I lost my damn schedule. Wherever I went. Uh, yeah, then Saturday in Toronto. Okay, yeah, pop back up. Yeah, so we'll, we got two games coming up this next week. So we'll have meaningful basketball next week. Uh, Trey and Luca kick off the season. And then, like I said, we go to Toronto. Um, it's about all we got for the Mavs this week. We'll have more next week, obviously, because we have a couple games going. Um, I got one thing on the Rangers this week. And technically, it doesn't even involve the Rangers anymore. Pete Rose. I love the man. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Fuck that motherfucker. Can't say those things. So, Pete, I don't even remember where he did the fucking interview with. But he said, "New York Post." I, I don't. Bob, yeah, you have it brought Bob up. Bob Nightingale. Bob Nightingale. You have it brought up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read, read the fucking, read his comment, because I don't have it uh, Yeah, so uh, Pete Rose did an interview with Bob Nightingale talking about how the Yankees lost to the Red Sox. Uh, real, real critical. Um, I'm going to give you the unedited version. Yeah. He said uh, that was the worst fucking lineup they could have put on the field. Um, Rose told Nightingale, per the New York Post, um, their six, seven, eight, nine hitters were all out men. They had to have Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton do something. If they didn't, all of that pressure was on Joey Gallo. You saw how that worked out. So that's still pretty mild. Um, you're just like, okay, that's Pete Rose being fucking Pete Rose. Right. Um, then you keep going. Um, it says, how does someone who didn't play every day strike out 213 times? I can't imagine striking out 213 times without killing myself. Yeah. That's the thing she can't say. Um, yeah, fuck you, Pete. So this comes from Chris Halleck. Uh, I know we both follow him pretty regularly. He's a big-time Rangers guy. Uh, he's the Sports Illustrated guy for the Rangers, always putting out good material. Oh, yeah. um, and he said, you know, um, even as a hyperbole mentioning suicide, just to prove a point, is uh, extremely excessive. Which It is. Absolutely. Like, you can make that point known um, that, yes, Joey Gallo is a strikeout machine. You can say whatever you want to say. Um, we're definitely at a point in time, in today's day and age, sports, non-sports, whatever. You, you can't say shit like that. No. Tell him he fucking sucks. Honestly, just tell him that. Yeah. But yeah. you start saying you would fucking kill yourself. That's taking shit too far, man. Nobody, yeah. I don't think we've ever, we've hit on it yet, but we've talked about it while starting this program. Like, eventually we want to do something for, like, mental health awareness. So, like, maybe one day have a golf tournament, fucking fundraiser, like, some shit. We want to promote mental health awareness on our show. We're both very passionate about it. So, kind of struck a nerve. That's bullshit. Especially, you can tell the motherfucker's not happy up there. I feel bad for him. He's got a whole other year to play in fucking New York. And I get it. I mean, they're passionate fans. But you're Pete Rose. I get that you're not in the Hall of Fame. You've been fucked over, whatever. All your fucking bullshit you've dealt with. And I I firmly believe he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But you should never be going out saying, I would fucking kill myself if I were you. That is bullshit. And Pete's on my fucking shit list for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I mean, chopping down other trees doesn't make you any taller. Nope. Um, like you said, I mean, uh, I think we are lucky. We're, we're more at a time in life where, like, you know, mental health, mental obscurities are more accepted. But, right. uh, I mean, it's fucking, even before we started this, like, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely something we both talked about. And it's, it's not it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what kind of yeah. platform you think you have. You can't, you can't fucking say shit like that. And if you think you can say shit like that, you're wrong. Oh, so absolutely. From, from us being on this platform to Pete Rose being on, you know, one of the, possibly the greatest hitter of all time platform. Like we, we have no problem telling you that's wrong. Um, obviously oh, yeah, absolutely. big journalism has no problem telling you it's wrong. So, uh, fuck, you know, we're big baseball guys. We both, like Pete Rose, we both respect Pete Rose, and that's fucking it's, it's nothing we'll ever get behind. Sucks to no. see, but definitely, uh, definitely the wrong words, man. So absolutely, I think you're right, Joey Gallo. Fucking, that's one of those fan bases, man. Like, you know, they're never going to be satisfied. You hate to see it for. Um, we're obviously impartial because we like Joey Gallo. We liked him when he was with us, um, right? And he he has struggled. Uh, you hate to see that for any one of them. Oh yeah, just catch that kind of slack off the field, like, man. I don't. This is that's frustrating. There's no reason you should ever fucking tell someone to kill themselves. We just lost over a hundred games, and I'm not telling anybody on our team to go fucking kill yourself. That's true. That is true. No like, one, damn, no dude. one is saying that. So yeah, uh, real bad look for Pete Rose. I'll double down on it with you. We'll go uh, all in on the North Tech side. Pete Rose, not a good look. Real shitty thing to say. Yeah. So, suck that, Pete. Yeah. Uh, who you got, Phil, the Texas Heat? The Texas Heat, the fucking, the goddamn first line for the Dallas Stars, man. Just no production. Um, yeah. 
I mean, by first line, I just say those big franchise players, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan. Um, you can couple Radulov in there if you want to. But fuck, man, so just ice cold. Um, I mean, like you said earlier, Jamie dropped the gloves today. Hopefully he got a spark going. Um, didn't work today, but I mean, aside from that, there's been no production. We understand that Sagan's still working off of the hip injury. Um, he did get to play a little bit at the end of last season. Um, and, and you hope it's just still those lines working out those kinks, getting that stuff figured out. But we have huge potential to have great lines, um, oh, yeah. especially those, those first six, the top six, maybe even top nine, which there's not many hockey clubs that can say they have a wild top nine. But, right. Uh, we have potential to do that, and the, the fucking production's just been terrible so far. So that's oh, yeah. what I got on the hot seat. Those, the, the fucking forwards for the Dallas Stars, man. Yeah. Well, hopefully they listen to this episode this week and wake the fuck up. Um, mine's going to be on the boys. Uh, What's well, funny, I actually was kind of considering this guy as my lone star until the end of the fucking game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Connor Williams has stepped up this year, and I've been very vocal about Connor since we drafted him. Um, he really has not been great. And, I mean, he's been fucking terrible. Holds, fucking letting people get by him, getting fucking sacks. Uh, but this season, and even today, first three quarters, like, he looked solid. Like, he was holding his own. Um, you can tell that he's grown up, he's became more of a fucking man on the line. But then, like, as soon as I'm, like, writing this shit down, like, considering, like, putting him as my lone star, this motherfucker goes and gets, like, three penalties in, like, five minutes at the end of the game. Yep. You can't fucking do that. Stupid penalties. So, Connor Williams, been vocal about you before. You were on – you were this fucking close to being on the good side, completely on the good side. And you shit the fucking bed, clean it up, get it fucking together. We'll see you in two weeks. Do better. Yeah, I agree. Um, man, we already had problems. That game was already much closer than it had to be. Um, Tyron Smith was being Tyron Smith early in the game. He got his shit cleaned up. He had some fucking early holds, um, a hands-to-the-face penalty. Um, and it was nice to see him as a veteran get that shit cleaned up. And then um, – kind of coming down the line, man, in crunch time. Like, you have this this young kid who just don't – like, I could, I could even deal with the hold. The last hold was – I mean – It was close. Yeah, it was it was close. You could argue it. Um, I mean, and you can't even really – I can't even really be mad at him about it because the guy gets past it, his arm's kind of hung up. It's a bang-bang thing. But then you just – a fucking completely unnecessary penalty, unnecessary <laughs> roughness. Yes, yeah, right back on the on the other side of midfield, um, in a crucial I mean, part of the game. Yeah, so just more awareness, um, <laughs> just understand that shit, man. Luckily, you know, got bailed out today, um, but just fucking understand that shit. Because if that shit happens when it matters, if we don't get the result we get today, uh, be on the lookout, man. I'm just, I'm saying. I don't own a football team. I don't manage a football team, but. <laughs> That shit catches up to you. Those fucking yeah, those but, receipts but, stay around, dude. So they absolutely do. <clears throat> um, trivia question: No. What does Cincinnati, Washington, Detroit, New York Giants, Miami, LA Chargers, Carolina, Arizona, Jacksonville, Cleveland, New York Jets, <laughs> Las Vegas, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Denver, and Atlanta? What do they all have in common? <laughs> they all lost. passed on CD fucking lamb. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's my lone star. This motherfucker, we went over it, but fuck it. I'll read it again. Nine receptions, 149 yards, two TDs. And most of those were in crucial fucking situations in the second half. Uh, the Cowboys got him at 17 overall. Thank you to you 16 stupid motherfuckers for making us that much better. 
That's a good stat, dude. That's my yeah. fucking Lone Star. Yeah. I mean, that's who I was going to go with, Lone Star, too, but. Fucking but double can, down on him. <laughs> we can beat the shit out of that horse like it was. He played phenomenal. Like you said, like, not only the numbers, man, the, the, the fucking times of the games that he's making catches, knowing where oh, he's yeah. at on the field, working off his route, I think probably a little partial because Tony Romo is calling the game, but they show two or three replays, and the whole point of the replay is showing CD working past his route. He goes, he runs a route. Um, it's not there, and then he doesn't stop working. He moves, he gets open, he throws his hands up, says, hey, throw me the ball. Oh, yeah. It's just wild. Um, yeah, he easily takes it for me. I mean, you know, you can – Dak's playing good. Um, we didn't we don't really have a whole lot going on run-wise today. The two backs split it kind of just like they usually do, but CD, uh, without a doubt, kept us in that game, won that game. Oh, yeah. So. I'll, uh, I'll for sure double down on that. And shout out to uh, to Greg for knocking knocking it down to go to overtime. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Greg the leg man. Snuck that motherfucker in there. Yeah, I got a laundry list of uh, while we're about to bring up. I'm about to bring up Jersey Watch. We're gonna go to the whole podcast. I'll talk about Trey Diggs. Trayvon motherfucking Diggs. Come on, man. Good Mike. God, dude. If we were so deep at receiver, I'd say put that motherfucker on both sides of the ball. He took that personal. I don't care what anybody says. He took that shit personal, being moved from a receiver to a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Um, that's that's wild. I saw the kind of the back and forth with him and his brother this week when, right. uh, when, when they talked about, you know, he said there'd be nothing cooler than, uh, than matching up with my brother in the Super Bowl. Dude, could you imagine? That'd be, it, it would be wild. Yeah. Um, they both start throwing hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he just said, you know, if there's anyone that's got your number, it's me. Which, yeah. Which I, fuck, man. That would be electric. Trayvon Diggs is a, an animal. Um, if you are an offensive coordinator in the National Football League and you happen to stumble across this podcast and you make it roughly 40, 50 minutes into the eighth episode of this podcast, you should consider developing a game plan around Trayvon Diggs. Oh, yeah. You should definitely take that into consideration. Uh, you know, you don't yeah. you probably don't have to give us a shout out. You know, if you do, we appreciate that. Yeah. Just here for to help you. Um, I would take the man serious. He seems oh, like yeah. he's pretty good at what he does. We ever have to throw a Hail Mary? I do want that motherfucker on, side, on yeah. the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah, he should absolutely be on the in on the hand side of it. So um, he definitely on side kicks, ass. put that motherfucker on that side yep. of the ball. Yep. So he's uh he's just attracted to the football. He just oh, wants yeah. the football. He doesn't care what capacity it's in. He doesn't care if he gets an interception, falls down, he doesn't care if he gets pick six. He yep. just wants the football. Um, he reminds me of the dude off of the replacements, Danny, the linebacker off the replacements. Just yeah. the fucking guy is the cop and he's like, Go get me the ball. Yeah. Go get me the ball, Trayvon. He's like, all right, cool, coach. I'll do it. He's like, there's no one in front of you. Just go ahead and run for the touchdown. <laughs> but at, at the simplest form, just give me the ball. He's like, all right, Coach Quinn, sure. Yeah, I can, I can do that. So it's an easy uh, game. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, if you play the Dallas Cowboys, like I said, if you're an NFL defensive coordinator, just stumbled upon this podcast. You know, you knew that we knew what we were talking about. You knew we'd have some good info, some stats. That'd be my advice to you. Watch out for Trayvon Diggs. Um, you're welcome. That one's free. Anything yeah. after that, I mean, we're gonna start. We're gonna start talking. We'll send so, out invoices. Yeah, yeah. I'll bill you directly. Um, you could pay us, you know, in multiple ways: money, tickets, whatever. We don't. Yeah. We don't really have any, you know, parameters. So we're just <laughs> two guys sitting in our. Essentially, well, I'm sitting in my garage here, and you're. The lower kid. level of your house as well. So <laughs> take note, NFL. Trey Diggs yep. is pretty good. Dallas Cowboys are pretty good. Yeah. So better quit disrespecting us because we're fucking looking for February. Yeah. Jerry Jones said he'd do whatever he had to do to win a Super Bowl, even if he had to kill somebody. So yeah. Take away that. Watch out. And yeah. Stay the fuck away from Jerry. But at the same time, thank you for your sacrifice. Yep. 
Yeah, we'd definitely appreciate you. Like, we, yeah. we would absolutely mention you if you're the sacrificial lamb that got us the Super Bowl. Don't yeah. think you wouldn't go and mention. We'll hang a picture behind both of us. For sure. I'm absolutely we'll, we'll name a fucking football holiday after you. Yep. It might just be our show, but we'll do it. Yep. Anything. Yeah. Anything left on on DFW tonight? No, man. It's been a painful week. We're finally in the swing of everything going. Uh, we got a couple jersey watches going. So yep. hang with us. Um, aside from Rangers, we, we, you know, next time we hop on here, we should have three sports full swing. Yep. So yeah, Cowboys, Mavs, Stars fans, just get ready. We're about to fucking take off. Yeah, we got a lot of people that uh, listen. I know uh, got a lot of people listen on their way to work, at work, stuff like that. You guys fucking hop on the page, hop in the messages, tell us what you want to hear about. Like if you're yep. tired of just hearing about stats and recaps, I mean, just give us ideas, man. It's an open. Oh yeah. So uh, you guys are the listeners. Uh, we we talk fucking every day during the week about what we're going to do, what we did do, what's happening. Um, So if there's more to that, you guys just hop on, tell us what you, tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what we do. Um, You want more historical shit. You want random Texas Rangers facts from Clint, whatever, just hook y'all up, whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, And then, I mean, we're just slow cooking fan, trying to get some people on. Um, I think, you know, eventually we'll get, We'll get some people on here. We'll get some some local people that we both know. Yep. Talk shop and stuff like that. Um, we're still, you know, only eight episodes in, figuring out how to play the game and stuff like that. But, oh yeah, yeah. Like we said it. before, go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Jump on YouTube. Let us fucking know what you want to hear. Uh, yep. Recommendations, or just keep listening. Share us. Get us out there. Um, but I think that's about all we got for today. Uh, bye-bye to uh, Jalen Mills, bitch. See you, bud. We'll see you. See you. <laughs> bye-bye, New England. Uh, we'll see you all next week. See you.